Welcome to Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. I'm Mary, and as an antique dealer, I have found social media marketing to be an invaluable partner in reaching my customers. In this podcast, I'll share my insights, easy and actionable tips, and simple recommendations for my fellow antique dealers who want to grow their business. Let's get started. Well, hey, you all, welcome to another episode of Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. I'm Mary, and I am very excited about today's episode because I think it's a pretty good, you know, kind of taking a step back and dealing with some of the concerns that I know a lot of antique dealers or people who are new to social media and are selling antiques or vintage typically have when I visit with them about the benefits of learning how to market on either Facebook or Instagram. So I want to, you know, kind of deal with that head on today, because I think it's important that we're all on the same page as far as why your efforts to learn and to get better and to market your antique business is, is absolutely worth it related to social media. So Today's episode is called, Who Exactly Uses Social Media? And the reason I sort of arrived at that title is one of the things that I hear a lot when I'm teaching workshops or, um, you know, kind of working with one-on-one clients is this perspective that the only people that are on social media are young people. And a lot of antique dealers then kind of say, And because everybody is really young, I don't know that that's my audience. I don't know that they have the money to buy what I'm selling. I don't know that they have the interest to buy what I'm selling. You know, I I don't know if they have the, um, the education to understand what I'm selling because they're all really young. And none of that is really said critically. It's just more, I don't know that the people that are on social media are really my target audience. So we we'll want to talk about that a little bit because it's, yeah, I'm going to, spoiler alert, I'm going to say that that is absolutely not true, but I want to break that down a little bit and be a little more respectful and detailed in the way that I um, sort of say, I don't, I don't think your assumption is right. I think your, your people, your ideal buyers, the people who want to see what you're selling are 1000% on social media and it may not be who comes to your mind. It may actually be a very different group of people. Okay, so full disclosure, I am 56 years old at the time of this recording. And so I say that, share that with you all, because I want you to understand, you know, kind of from where I speak. As I look at the, you know, the generation that's older than I am, and then the generations that are behind me, I want you to you have a little context for the things that I'm going to say in this this episode. So one of the things that I definitely noticed, my husband and I really noticed this when we go to big antique shows, big auctions. Um, I notice it 
definitely when I'm teaching workshops at different antique malls, when, you know, groups organize themselves to work with me at antique malls around the country, I would say the vast majority of the people that I work with are definitely baby boomers. And, you know, when I say baby boomer, I think, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I don't exactly know what, you know, what that age category includes. I know we throw that term around a lot. So let me be specific. Baby boomers are basically people who are 58 years old and older. So the majority of the people that I work with in terms of teaching and definitely the people that that we see as dealers, both in the context of antique malls and then big antique shows and all that are baby boomers. Um, I don't know why that is. That's not the point of this particular episode, but it, but it, it is. Um, and so I can definitely understand why baby boomers in the past have thought, well, you know, the people that are going to want to buy what I'm selling are not going to be on social media, really, you know, kind of like I said in the intro. And that's actually absolutely not correct. And let me share with you all an interesting phrase that I have seen a lot toward the end of 2023. I think we're going to see it a lot in 2024. And the phrase is, quote, silver tsunami, meaning there is a huge influx of baby boomers on social media platforms. The most popular social media platform for baby boomers continues to be Facebook. And the second most popular is Instagram. That probably makes sense to all of you all. And so if in your mind, baby boomers are the people who are going to be buying what you're selling, well, they're on social media. Okay. So there's kind of the um, implosion <laughs> of, of maybe your thought that your people are not there. Baby boomers in larger numbers every year are absolutely on social media. The next biggest age group on social media, um, or the next, the next group on social media that includes my group, not the next largest, but the next group is Gen X. Gen X is 42 year olds to 57 year olds. And I would submit to you all that that, that age group is actually maybe one of your most important targets because typically by the time you get to your early forties, you're established in your career, you're maybe in the home that you're going to be in for a long time, and you're beginning to um, have the flexibility to spend a little money on the things, the physical things that you surround yourself with in your home. In your younger years, you might have been buying, you know, furniture that was a little less nice, you know, maybe kind of furniture that is assembled (laughs) when you buy it, that kind of thing. But I think all of us can appreciate the older we get, the more we tend to improve the things that we are surrounded by in our homes. And that may lead a lot of Gen X buyers to what you are selling. If you are, as I am, Gen X, then you're actually in a really good position if you've decided to be on social media marketing your business, because not only is your generation on there, but there's a lot of baby boomers that are now on social media, that are collectors, that are educated, they have the money to spend, they know what they're looking for. So you've got all that audience. And then all the generations that are behind Gen X that are really, really on social media. The millennials, these are uh, people that are 26 to 41. They are for sure on you know Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and you know all the things. And then the generation below them, which is Gen Z, 
This is 10-year-olds to 25-year-olds, and you're probably not going to have a lot of 10-year-olds shopping with you, but I do think it's really interesting, kind of the top end of Gen Z. I don't know how many of you all are noticing this, but there's a real trend in the older Gen Zs, um, and then, you know, I would say kind of like the younger millennials. They're really into this concept of, quote, thrifting. And for some of them, that means literally thrifting at thrift stores and finding things that they, you know, are um, things they can find that they think are really fun to bring home. But a lot of them also employ the term thrifting when they go to antique malls. And I, you know, and don't take offense to that. I don't think the term in and of itself is offensive, but I think if you think about almost any antique mall across the country, I think I've probably been to 900 of them (laughs) this, you know, in, in my lifetime, but there's always a wide range of types of things being sold, quality of things being sold, and age of things being sold. And I think I bet 95% of all antique malls can, you know, can um, include both antiques and vintage. And vintage sometimes tends to be a little um, less expensive than, than antiques are. And so when they say they're going thrifting, a lot of them go to antique malls um, and are looking for those, you know, kind of lesser priced items. And that's a huge social media um, decorating trend and a huge social media um, topic for those generations. So my point in all of this is if you were of the mindset that what you sell is not something that anybody's going to be looking for on social media, I hope that I maybe have demonstrated to you that I just don't think that's correct. There's a lot of people on social media that are interested in what you're selling. Now, in a former life, I was an English teacher, and I always cringed when my students wrote papers and used phrases like, a lot, <laughs> because what does that even mean? How many is that? And I and I have definitely used the phrase a lot, a lot in this episode. So I want to give you just a couple of statistics that I find really interesting. And I'm going to focus on Instagram. But let me say this. Facebook is a very, very powerful social media platform. It's the biggest one. And so while I may use the word Instagram a lot as you know, you listen to my podcast episodes, the principles of social media marketing are the same on Facebook as they are on Instagram. So don't, don't think that anything I'm saying doesn't apply to Facebook and only applies to Instagram. But in this particular instance, I am going to give you some statistics that are very specifically Instagram, which I think is, you know, kind of interesting. So There are a billion, with a B, monthly users on Instagram. And in the United States of America, it's estimated that about 70% of businesses have an Instagram account. That's a lot. That, you know, if 70% of the businesses, and you think about all the businesses, the big ones and the little mom and pops like we all are as antique dealers, 70% is a lot of businesses who've said it's worth my time and effort to be on a social media platform. Um, Instagram is the second most accessed social media platform. Facebook is number one. We're going to talk in future episodes about the differences between these two platforms. Um It is estimated that most people spend at least an hour 
on a social media platform a day. And I know I'm guilty of this a lot of days. It's more than an hour. And if you watch the generations younger, then it's way more than an hour. So there, there is a, a very big audience that is tuned in and plugged in and ready to see what it is you have for sale, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook, either one. So if you are, you know, we're kind of on the fence when you started listening to this episode and you really were not convinced that taking the time to learn how to market your antique or vintage business on either Facebook or Instagram is worth your time because you just weren't really sure that your ideal buyer was there. Well, I I hope that I've demonstrated to you that I just don't think that's the case. Your ideal buyer is absolutely there. So then... The obvious next question is, well, how do I find that buyer? How do I get them in front of whatever it is I'm going to put on either Facebook or Instagram? Well, that, my friend, is why you're here. That is why you are listening to Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl. We are going to spend a lot of time together breaking down all kinds of strategies, best practices, organizational tools and tips that are going to help you find the right people on Instagram so they can see what it is you're selling so that you can increase your sales. So if that's not a teaser, I don't know what is. (laughs) So I hope that this episode kind of, I don't know, maybe changed your mind a little bit, that your people are there, your buyers are there, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, it's just a matter of connecting you with them. And that is uh, my great joy to teach that to you, help you get better at it. So I will look forward to seeing you in a future episode where we start breaking all of these truths, techniques, tips, strategies down. All right, y'all have a good one.